back, everybody. Word of Freedom Podcast. I'm Chris, your host with my beloved wife, Mary. Uh, yes, I'm still sick. <laughs> but hey, it's the beauty of recording is that we get to do multiples of these in one seating. So hopefully by the time this actually airs, I'll be healed. Amen. In Jesus' name. I'm Amen. Amen. So we're continuing this this saga of all scripture is God breathed. It's yes. inspired by God. It is truthful. It is there to teach us, to train us, to correct us mm-hmm. in the ways of and lead us in the ways of righteousness, right? Yeah. Before we begin, let's invite him in. Amen. So Father, we just we invite you. Jesus, we invite you. And we just ask that you come and have your way in this moment, God, that as we discuss and we explore more of your word, Holy Spirit, that you will give us depth of revelation unlike anything we've ever had before, and that you impart this to our listeners. God, we want to give you all the honor, all the praise, all the glory, because it's all about you. Let the fruit of of this podcast, bear witness unto you, Lord Jesus, and may we bring you glory. We praise you in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Yeah, we had ended the last one on the note of Esther. Yeah. You know, receiving the the pardon by the scepter of the king and how that not only transformed her and her faith in God, I'm sure, grew expanded. Exponentially. Exponentially. Her faith transformed her life. It transformed the Jew's life and history. It did. I mean, if she wouldn't have done that, the first major Holocaust would have happened way back then. Right. And, yeah. you know, the entire Jewish population pretty much would have been annihilated. Probably, pretty much. But I know God. He's bigger than all of that. And he would have still saved a remnant. but that that takes us back to what we've been talking about and that is our faith in scripture how scripture has given us the tools we need for life Mm -hmm. to be able to help ourselves in humility as we submit unto god and knowing (laughs) That we know that we know that we know who our God is. And as we know who our God is, we get to learn more of who we are in him by the power of his word. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really wanted to bring up was um you know, we had we had talked about the renewing of our mind and I wanted to bring up the ability to walk this out and show some places in scripture that shows us and gives us the tools. It gives us the word of truth that shows us that we can, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know last time we shared Psalm 119, 105. Right. Your word, speaking of God and his word, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So let's start there. Okay. Let's start with the word shows us where we're standing in our life. Yes. If we look at the Israelites as they walked um, out of Egypt, we see how they sinned. Mm-hmm. They didn't trust God, but God was faithful. Yes. And 
um, he said, if you're not going to believe in me and you're not going to, when they get to the promised land, 10 people said they're giants and we're grasshoppers and we can't do this. When God said, I will take you in there. Yeah. So then God's like, well, then if you don't believe in me, you're not going to enter into my, into my promised land. And that's a shadow of what was to come. Right. right. Jesus says, if you don't believe in me, you're not going to see the father. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so then the word is a lamp. It shows us where we are and it shows us which way we're going to go. Like last time we said, it shows us our sin and mm-hmm. the way out. Yep. It shows us our righteousness when we're in the word of God and it shows us how to continue in righteousness. Yes. So then, you know, we have to believe in the word of God. So what do you got over there? Well, what I have over here is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Okay. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. That's the ESV version. Yeah. English Standard Version. He will make your paths straight. And how would he do that? By his word and by the power of his Holy Spirit, by our submission, by our turning to him and trusting him. Because it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It's not trusting in our ways and trusting trusting that the world is telling us the truth. The world is not going to tell us the truth. No. Because even in Scripture, you know, uh, what are the enemies? The, the enemy, the world. And our flesh. Yeah. You know, we're told, don't trust in these things. Yep. Because they don't have the full truth. We want the whole truth. We want to be whole. In order to be whole, you need to know what is whole. Exactly. And it's the the wholeness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the wholeness of the Bible. Yes. I mean, because there are people who say, well... There's a God of the Old Testament, and then there's the Jesus God of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, whoa, I didn't come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them. Right. So if, if Jesus is fully in the flesh as a man, Scripture says that he laid aside his divinity. He laid aside all of his godly powers. Mm-hmm. To walk out life in the flesh, sinless, but full of the Holy Spirit. Right. So he was, for the first 30 years of his life, he was under the covering of God the Father, teaching, training him in all righteousness Mm -hmm. for his ministry. He comes into his fullness when he comes to the baptism of John. Yes. John's like, you come to have me baptize you, I need to baptize. I need to be baptized by you, because John says, "There's one coming, you Jesus, who I'm not worthy to even carry your sandals. I'm not. Un- I'm not worthy enough to untie your sandals." Right. I baptize in repentance, and he's coming. Jesus is coming, and he's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. fire. Yeah. So when Jesus comes, John's like, hey, I need to be baptized by you. I need your Holy Spirit and your fire that you're going to get. But Jesus says, no, allow this to be 
to be as such, to fulfill all righteousness. Yes. So we can see these things. Jesus says, I'm not going to abolish the old stuff. Why? Well, it's because it tells you all about me and who I am. Right. And I'm going to tell you all about you and all that you can be in me. Yeah. Why? Because the Father sent me and we are one. Exactly. And if you believe in me and if you abide in my word. Right. And my word abides in you. Yeah. Then you will be one with me just as I am one in the Father. Yeah. Where do we get off saying, well, I'm just going to be a sinner all the rest of my life? If you're one with Jesus and he doesn't sin and scripture says, and in him there is no darkness or shifting or shadow. Right. Which means there's no sin in him, no changing of suddenly going, well, you know, today I'll sin, tomorrow I won't. Right. There's none of that in him. We need to know this so that we can then go forth as we've been told to do and proclaim the gospel. Exactly. By not leaning on our own understanding, but trusting in the Lord. Ooh, I see that you have Hebrews um, 4.12. Yeah. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So here's a beautiful thing that God shared with me um, years ago. <clears throat> and I know I got probably a lot of this from you. The word of the Lord is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. The first edge is not for cutting into people. It's not for swinging and swiping out others, right? It's not rightfully dividing their soul from their spirit. It cleaves us open first. Yes. To know the thoughts and intent of our heart first. Yes. So that we can know where we stand in the word of God. And as we read the word, that this scriptures, these holy words breathed by God, Again, I'm going right back to that Psalm 119. Show me where I stand. Yeah. Jesus, help me to remove the plank from my eye so that I can therefore help my brethren out of a spirit of love. Right? Yep. For we know that these things remain. These three remain. Faith. Yep. We've talked about. Hope. We should probably talk about. (laughs) Actually, I think we did. And love. Mm-hmm. And the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. And what's the greatest commandment? They, the Pharisees came and asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. And then he says, and the second is just like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. So if the premise of God is to show love and people like I could like I said just a minute ago, well, that's the God of the old Testament and there's a new Jesus God of the new Testament and God is love and he's just loving and he just loves us as we are. Right. Mm -hmm. God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Amen. The God of the old Testament is still the same God on the throne Mm -hmm. and he disciplined his children. Yes. And we 
today as a society are rejecting discipline. Oh gosh, are we? <laughs> you can't spank your child. No, no, you no. can't tell them no. You yeah. can't tell them who they are or what God created them to be. Yeah. You are hurting them. Yeah. Really? We could we could definitely go on a I'm huge sorry. rabbit trail yeah. of of our I'm society sorry. right now, but I want to stick okay. on this right Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Roll me in. <laughs> um so we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind, all our strength. All that we are, we're to love God. And I remember we were in a small group and a man asked me when we were in a one small group. He says I read in the gospel where Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And I'm like, yeah. And he says, so what is Jesus saying? That if I, if I don't keep his commandments, I don't love him. Cause I, I know I love him, but I'm struggling in these commandments. And I really out of a spirit of love said, okay, well look, if you love your wife, you won't cheat on her. It's not even a possibility. If you love God, you are going to strive to keep his commandments. And if you don't, the Holy Spirit will convict you, won't condemn you. He'll convict you, right? Mm -hmm. And it'll bring about godly sorrow because it's godly sorrow that brings about repentance. Right. And that's that changing of your mind. Yep. Uh, you were just talking about in Romans 12, be renewed by the transformation of your mind. I don't want to think about this as right. okay anymore. I can't think of this as okay anymore. Why? Because the word of God is inspired of God. It's breathed by God. And it shows me where I'm standing in God mm -hmm. and says that this is wrong. Exactly. So if he says it's wrong, I don't care what the rest of the world says. I have to believe God that this is wrong and I need it out of my life. Exactly. But unfortunately, he turned and said, I just don't see that as right. And he walked away. Yeah. And eventually years, this was years ago. And eventually years later, him and his wife have now parted ways. Yeah. And it's, it's, it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. You tell somebody the truth, they reject it. Now what do we do? The only thing we have left to do is to pray and continue to be a light and try to love them in truth. Exactly. We, we, we have to. I mean, we have to continue holding on to God and shining his light. Because if we start dimming the light to make people feel like they're okay, we are losing ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big things that's unfortunately happened in the church is we have dimmed the lights. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the uh, analogies I've said many times is nobody walks into a room and says, hey, it's so bright, turn up the darkness. <laughs> right. You know, no, we dim the lights when it's the light that shows us where we stand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and in, in 1 John 1, 5, 
um, English standard, standard version again, is this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Exactly. And, you know, what is, what is darkness? It's not the, you know, light switch. It's not, you know, we, we think a lot of times darkness if we don't turn on the light switch. Yeah. Well, it, it is similar. Yeah. But the darkness that's really being talked about here is the darkness of evil. Yeah, it's the absence of light. Yes. God, light is good. It's God. Yeah. You know, and God is all light. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember Purity. in Revelation, it says there is no need for the sun or the moon for the Lord God and Jesus Christ will be yeah. the light to all. It's just amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah. And real quick before I know you got some. That's okay. In, in John 1, in verse 5, it says, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. Oh, yeah. Evil can't comprehend good. Right. Right. Just, your sins can't un, uh, cannot comprehend sinlessness and righteousness. Right. So we got. It's like a blinder on. Yes. Yeah, so, and this is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you. God is light. Yes. And in him is no darkness at, at all. all. At all. Amen. You know, and one of the things that reminds me of in Ephesians. You know, mm-hmm. when we're, we start talking about the armor, you know, God gives us, he says, finally, my brethren, this is in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, people, yeah. but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. There's our darkness against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Yeah. And it just kind of dawned on me when we were talking about first remove the plank from your own eye so you can see clearly. Right. To remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Mm -hmm. And we do this out of a spirit of love. Yes. Because we're not wrestling against their flesh. Right. But against the sin in their life. Yeah. Against the powers and the principalities. What does it say? Um, Against the powers and principalities of the darkness. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Of the darkness of this age. Of this age. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That just kind of like. No, that's awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So what, what do you got there? What I what I did is I jumped over to Second Corinthians ten, and the reason I did is because Paul was also saying here the spiritual war, the reality of it. Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Wow, there it is. Yep. Who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent, I'm bold toward you, but I beg you. That when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, 
casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amen. And that, again, just reinforces it's not us fighting against a person. Right. It's against the powers and the principalities that are at war against them inside of them. Just like they are in us, that we have to submit ourselves to the word, to Christ, to the Holy Spirit, to God. (laughs) Yeah. So that he can do the work in us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, that we may then walk out righteousness to help our brothers and sisters see that righteousness is not a thing of um, higher than thou, holier than holier than thou, but righteousness is a life of humility and and the ability to love in truth and wholeness and purity. Amen. And we've been given the word from beginning to end, living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, able to divide spirit from soul. Yep. That's the enemy that may be in us working around. His word can divide that, take it out, get it out, and fulfill us with himself, the Holy Spirit, his word, beginning to end, that we can, let me get back to that scripture, (laughs) dividing spirit from soul, marrow from bone, and deciphering the thoughts and attitudes of our hearts, like we've been talking about. Yeah. You know, and then we get into the full armor. If we continue down that road, we will get to see... I'm going to go back there real quick. So then, you know, hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And then we're going to pick up in 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. I would like to say, therefore, taking up the whole armor of God is knowing and believing that we are in Christ Jesus and he is in us. Amen. That the Holy Spirit has given us and gives us everything we need to fight the war here on earth so that the enemy does not have the right to overtake us, nor do we have or have to succumb to the way of the flesh. That's right. And that's because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And in verse 17, that the man of God may be complete. Yes. Thoroughly equipped. Yes. For every good work. Yes. And I think that's where we can segue right into your armor. But we're going to do that next time, ladies and gentlemen. Join us again next week on Word of Freedom Podcast as Mary takes us into this deep dive into the whole armor of God, which is the Word of God. Come on. Yeah. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Living and active. 
If you guys it's are enjoying Jesus this- himself, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. It's Jesus himself living and active in our life by the power of the Holy Spirit, one in us, one in him. Amen. Hey, if you guys are enjoying this content, would you please do us the, the, just a mild favor, hitting the like button, giving us a comment, sharing this with your friends and family. We love you all. God bless.